Hello? Who is this? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stay on the Line, a horror genre podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Card. And every week I bring in a special guest to talk about a horror-related media of a sort. And this week, oh my god, I have two guests. And oh my god, like, they're like in front of me. Like, isn't that like so crazy? I'm on location in one of the guests. The guestesses? <laughs> what, the Guist? The Guist home. I have Jordan and Becca from It's All Gone Terribly Wrong, an award-winning podcast. The They do not have the award physically. <laughs> uh, watch, I listened to their episode because we're doing a crossover, a cross-dress-over episode, which, oh my God. Nice. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, but hi, uh, Becca and Jordan. Hello. Hello. I was just thinking, two girls, one microphone. Oh, God. I know. The third one's somewhere else. <laughs> it's in my Buddha home. Cheers to that. I was going to say, do your signature. Yeah, Becca oh, already opened hers. You so. want me to run and grab you? <laughs> You're driving me yes. home. <laughs> I like how you were like, literally right before we pressed record, you were like, do we have everything? Yeah, no, <laughs> It starts walking away. If you do choose to follow us uh, in our podcast, this is what you can expect. There's literally no illusions here. There's no magic. We like to keep it real. We do keep it super real, super raw, as we mentioned. We love it raw. On prep. On, On Descoby. You found out what that was yesterday. I did. I was not aware. Uh, I think I was aware that the medical technology existed thank you my lovely wife jordan you're welcome jordan honey Stark. honey bun they're actually not married <laughs> but uh, fuck you <laughs> this relationship that we have takes just as much patience and communication it definitely does. and energy as an actual marriage uh that sounds like a you problem and our <laughs> separation was very very fucking difficult <laughs> hurt me more than my actual divorce just saying becca and jordan do you guys want to give my audience a little something something about y'all what y'all do who is it's all gone terribly wrong when is oh that's a dog <laughs> sorry guys my my dog is uh... <laughs> you farted like a horse <laughs> Who are you? Oh. <laughs> Why are you in my home? I don't know. <laughs> we are a podcast of absurdities, oddities, and, and obscenities. So, and we basically just talk about anything that's super weird and interesting. Uh, we try to keep it lighthearted and jovial. Now. Now. We have... Post-2019. We have some episodes out there, so like a like a pretty decent number of episodes for a beginning podcast, and they are not all winners, but we I learned lessons. I, yes, I'd say we've come a long way. Oh yeah, for sure. If you do choose to listen to us, um, you will definitely be aware of the journey, and hopefully by the end of the, or by the time you've caught up to our recent episodes, you'll be rooting for us. Yes. Just like our friends and family, including Tara Card, always been around for us. You were featured early in our in our podcast like the first halloween episode i was i remember that one story you were talking about about drums and you non-intentionally started going yeah you started singing like an adele song and i was like because you were like dun, 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 dun. It was, yeah. yep. that shit was Perfect. so funny yeah it was um, a good episode it was 
That's a good a, one. We that got was a winner. A lot of good feedback yeah. on that one. Yeah. Thank <laughs> and, you. Thank uh, you. Buzz, yes. Buzz, buzz, buzz. It's a shit <laughs> show. That's a that's a fan favorite. Did you? What do you have to add? Who are you? Who are you? Oh fuck, dude. I don't what know. What else did we do? Um, so that was Becca talking for those who don't know, and then this is now Jordan. Yes. I have been told that our voices are hard to distinguish. Yes, that's a word. I don't believe that's the case. Yeah, I'm so feminine. We do sound the same. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. Uh, I disagree. Although I feel like when you first start listening to podcasts, it does take time to like. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you um, definitely get to get familiar with people's voices. Now your listeners are stupid. As I was like, listeners are great. We love them all, each and every one of them. That we do. I hate mine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all ten of you are great. <laughs> Becca is one of the ten. I am. I have been binging the shit out of it, and I love it. I'll I, be I eleven. I promise. I have. Jordan's uh, a huge fan. <laughs> what sucks though is like everybody you've had on so far has been like awesome and very astute and eloquent in expressing like their uh interpretations of these movies and stuff and i'm like i hope i don't suck I'm oh sorry. is that what okay i'm ready no I, what I did, did you think best. we were gonna do today jordan <laughs> um that exactly we decided to watch psycho the 1960 movie which shot very well mm-hmm. i yeah. f- forgot how well it was shot it, yeah. it's so crystal clear it is i was impressed yeah. yeah i was surprised i definitely didn't remember it being like that i feel like birds was like a lot more grainy, grainy. but i could be wrong yes no it is it yeah. is so very grainy somebody brought up uh, the point that when tara and i were watching it the film that they were using was always that good. It was the technology to show it, to air it. It's our te- it's our TVs uh, today that makes sense. That make the image appear clearer to us. Yeah, and that makes sense uh, to me. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But I noted that too. It was that's why they have beautiful. like remastered editions of that, and for music as well. So that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because the te- the recording technology was already awesome. I mean, it was it was already good. So. Just catching up on the other end. Yeah, I don't know shit about that stuff. Um, but <laughs> I did beautiful. enjoy the movie. It was it was it was pretty. Jordan, do you want to give us like a non-spoiler synopsis of the movie? Like, what is this movie about for someone who has not seen a what is it a sixty-year-old movie? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> non-spoiler. What's gonna happen? So there's this lady, and she decides to run away to be with her boyfriend, and gets really tired, and has to stop at a hotel, and makes friends with this dude that really loves his mom. <laughs> I would say that's actually pretty hard on the head. Sounds like my last date, French kiss. <laughs> uh, I hope it doesn't end the same way. I know, right? <laughs> my yeah. gosh. Yeah, uh, it goes south from there, but I guess we'll just, like, really get into the movie. But do you guys have, like, any, like, upcoming projects you're working on? Any, like, new things? How y'all been? What I know we literally just talked for, like, three hours about our episode on yeah. their podcast. So I already know how they're feeling, but it's just more for, like, audience members to feel good. We just finished Pensacon. Yep. That was, that was fun. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if we're gearing up or winding down, really, from from Pensacon. I would say winding down. For sure. It we're took tired. me, like, a week. I'm still recovering, and it was, what, over a week ago now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
It was a long was a weekend. A lot of socializing. That's <laughs> literally drag. That's literally yeah, drag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. We lived it for three days, and we're done. <laughs> so I'm we're good for the rest of the year. For yeah. the rest of the year, yes. <laughs> we already live in Florida, and we are now retired. So, no, just kidding. Um, yeah, we're just going to take a break for a little bit. Jordan's knock on wood uh, purchasing a home, so. Are we taking a break? No. Oh, I thought you said we were. No, I'm just saying, oh, a break from, like, anything oh, big, special projects. interactions. Not, like, <laughs> no, a special project, yeah. yeah. We're done, Once bitch. Once we get, yes. <laughs> just focusing You're breaking on, up with me. We're taking a break. I'm over here like, we oh, my God, this is great. <laughs> this is my wife. <laughs> I hate you. I chose now to uh, <laughs> deliver the sad news. No, 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 just kidding. Um, no, take a break from, like, special projects and just work on our content. And yeah, and we're going to focus Jordan into her house. on having video. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. After we settle. Once. So, in a, I don't know, I guess it's probably a couple months. I think we said um, July, August. August. Is well, I close on July 30th, so it'll have to be August. Oh, my God. It really August. is almost. Uh, you said August, and I was like, that's like so far away. So far away, but it's literally two uh, months away. But it's not. I know. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Sometime in August then. Yes. Work. Also, this movie is starring Anthony Perkins, which I'm pretty sure is gay in he's real a life. very attractive man. Yeah. Anthony Perkins. I'm pretty sure that's he's gay. If he ain't gay, I'm sorry to this man. What I have to know is he gay? I have to know. I have to know. Anthony Perkins. I'm looking it up. Gay? Question mark. <laughs> well, he was gay. So, so it has Janet Lee in this movie. <laughs> Janet Lee plays Marion. Who I was like, is it Mary Ann or? Mm, yeah. We it's like an M A R I O N. Marion. Who is the mother of Janet Lee Curtis? Yes. Jamie. Or Jamie Lee. Jamie. I just mixed up. Oh. Janet Lee Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Lee Curtis is Jamie Lee Curtis' mom. I yes. didn't know that. I know. I didn't either until last night. Like. And, like, fun fact about that is Jamie Lee in Scream Queens, like, recreated the scene, but then it didn't end the same way. Like, clearly she, like, kicked I the shit out of the person. Scream Queens, and I don't remember that scene. Well, you should, like, watch it again. I'm doing it. I love that show. There's also Vera Miles, who plays Lila Crane, who is Janet Lee's like sister. sister in this movie. And then John Gavin plays Sam Loomis. So those are like our also main attractive. characters. Yes, very hot. Who plays the detective guy? Martin Balsam. If you listen to the podcast, you know I can't fucking say anyone's names correctly. Oh, Same. welcome to our podcast, Same. too. Uh, <laughs> well, you guys can't say coherent sentences. So. <laughs> no, you can't say shit. Um, who plays that Rico Suave psychiatrist at the end? You thought he was... Is it Simon Oakland? Dr. Fred Richmond? No, There's only one doctor. I'm just kidding. I mean, he was kind of hot then, but mm. he looks dead now. He looks dead <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, and the, the detective's name is Milton Arbogast. Arbogast. Oh, yeah, that guy. Milton Arbogast. They say it, like, a, a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the detective's name. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I guess we'll get, like, straight into this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Becca and I, we were taking notes, and someone was Got there, it. and they were like, oh, you took notes? And I was like, yep, December 11th. Um, this is in <laughs> Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. So. Which I thought was <laughs> weird. I didn't know. I didn't realize that it was in Phoenix, Arizona. I don't know where I thought it took place, but I just thought Phoenix was Have y'all been to Phoenix before? Or uh, Arizona in general? Through it. I've driven through it. 
Oh, I've been through it mentally. No, um, I've never been there, so. But I know it's fucking hot. Like, if you leave your but trash cans out, it, mem it melts. You're yeah, right. Yeah, my cousin lives there, actually. Lots of scorpions. Yeah. Ew. Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have scorpions in Texas. We have scorpions Um, here. I think we all have scorpions, so. I don't think Delaware has scorpions. Florida does have scorpions, though. Yes. We are met with Marion Crane, who works at... Where does she work? I don't even. I'm not even sure what they do. Because it's not a bank. It's they like service old, rich, white. Well, he was because he was purchasing a home, right? So she worked like is she like a what, homeowner? Is that what he was doing? Person? Yeah, he was yeah he was purchasing, purchasing a, home. a home for his oh. daughter because she was about to get married. Oh, yeah, with forty thousand dollars in cash, so much <laughs> money. But in in the '60s, that was a lot of money. Yeah, yeah which is a popular search question. It's actually today. It's. Three hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. Oh, holy 360. shit! So that's a lot oh, of money to have in cash. Yeah. My favorite thing about that interaction is so when Marion goes to work, her her colleague is this old ass lady who's like, well, she's not really that she's old. She's not that old. They're probably the same age. Yeah. Oops. She's just kind of a plain. She's thing. got a bad yeah. wig on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> she was like, oh my god, look at these cool hort like tranquilizers that I got oh, from yeah. my wedding. I had to rewind that because at first i thought she said that he just gave her aspirin and then she like called them tranquilizers so i had to like go back and re-listen to it because i thought she was like joking about being high on aspirin but but yeah. it really was tranquilizer yeah right? it was yeah <laughs> marion's like okay. the wedding day right that, yeah she's she like, my husband was so furious <laughs> right well like wasn't there like a thing like oh forever ago where like Doctors would just like give wives like arsenic, and they would just like kill their husbands. What? I don't. Rem I've never heard of this before. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because right? it used to happen a lot. Like he had it coming. <laughs> he had it coming. <laughs> no, my favorite thing is when she was like secretary. The the I don't want to say Debbie. <laughs> Debbie, yeah. Just call her Debbie. Uh, she's she's thing. like jealous that the old rich man was like talking to the other one and oh to marion she's she like oh i had my wedding ring on my ring yeah <laughs> marion was wow. like okay debbie you fucking ugly ass bitch <laughs> but she's marion's tasked with depositing forty thousand dollars just like plain cash like in her bag to the bank and marion's like well i'm not gonna do that because prior she we get a scene of her and sam having sex with each yes, other i forgot this movie starts with a adultery sexy. yeah yeah literally sam adultery. has a wife and she says i'll lick the stamp oh yeah Wait, really yeah yes. because she's like writing uh she's like oh and when i leave my wife i'll, I'll write a, a letter and she's like i'll lick the stamp no it's his it's he said uh i'll have to send her support or whatever and that's when oh. she says, I'll lick the Holy stamps. Holy shit. I, like, on a monthly basis, I'll lick the stamps of you sending money to your ex-wife. Must Bye. have walked away at the very beginning because I totally missed that part. It's okay. I, I think I it. saw it, like, I I walked away. I was probably dealing with this unruly dog. And then I walked in when he was, like, kind of clothed again, but was, like, sitting all sexy on the chair and was, like, getting ready to leave. Sexy Sam. Sexy Sam. Before she actually leaves to go to the the bank well she's like oh i got a headache i'm gonna be sick for the rest of the day and her boss is like okay sure whatever so she's packing up all her shit because she's about to leave the city yeah. with all this money and of course the most like 
uncomfortable thing. She's like, it's like seeing like in elementary school, you're like playing hooky and you see your teacher like at the mall and you're yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. And he <laughs> does a double take. He's like, yeah. Is that her? I like that there wasn't really like too much of a precursor either. Like you kind of still, like they never really said what she was doing. It kind of just like happened. Mm-hmm. And so you had to like, I mean, obviously it was obvious, but it was still nice that they didn't just, like, fucking spell it out for you like yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like they do in movies now. I am going to pack up my suitcase <laughs> yes. and I will be leaving. Yeah. Exactly. And that's honestly because of just where. Alfred Hitchcock who directed this movie. Yeah. He's just really good at making movies. So. Mm-hmm. But I honestly didn't like how quickly she turned, like, to taking the money. Yeah, I know there was, was no money, character development like, there. But oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. But then like, again, at the same time, the way they if they introduced it with her being like an adulteress, I guess like yeah, that like, kind of shows like I kind of rela- I kind of like relate. I, I do a little bit <laughs> relate because he fucking told her that he was leaving his wife, and so she's just a dumb bitch like the rest of us dumb bitches. Oh yeah, I know. When they say that shit, I can fucking relate to that. <laughs> so. Oh, I don't call him back. I'm like, oh, you'll leave your wife? Okay. And then I'm like, block. <laughs> Tell her, bitch. Who are you going to leave her for? Some of us aren't as strong as you. Right? Okay. No, I'm just right. mentally not available. Uh, well, I will, uh, and my therapist agrees. No. Learning how to not be mentally available, I guess. Yeah, I'm working on that as but well. Yeah. Uh, now, Marion's just, stamps. she's, <laughs> I, I like the stamps. <laughs> yes. Mm, what a cookie. <laughs> But uh, she's on the road. She gets seen by her boss, which is like, okay, girl, that's not going to end up in your favor when $40,000 goes missing on Monday. While she's, like, driving, she's, like, it's, like, nighttime, and she's, like, exhausted, so she pulls over. And I'm thinking, okay, she's been driving for, like, hours. It's been, like, a day. But in the context of everything, she's only been, like, an hour out of the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't find that out till later, though. Yeah. Like, they say drive it yeah the investigator like an hour but okay, so <laughs> it's like going to mobile she was like oh, i can't do it <laughs> but listen i do have a note in here uh to be honest in her state of mind and at that time of night and in the pouring rain i would have fucking pulled over too you she know? Was like well emotionally out. exhausted this happened yeah, twice it, so her fucking fault that she chose yeah that's true though she did stop she stopped twice so the first night it wasn't raining she just pulled over because she was tired because and that day that's when the cop comes over to her window and is like what are you doing and he's suspicious of her so she goes to the car dealership spends seven hundred dollars while the cop is watching yeah watching and she's like this isn't suspicious (laughs) even when she's being interrogated by the cop yeah well, because she was weird when he first, like, came up to the window. I feel like she could have played that off a lot better. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Everyone in this movie is terrible talking to <laughs> yeah. authority figures. Because yeah. it, he's like, where are you going? She's like, do, do you think I look suspicious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, uh, no, but should I be? And she's like, I don't know. Drives away, like. <laughs> well, he yeah. asked for her ID. Did I can't, Did she... Get it Get back? It. I don't think she got it. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like <laughs> he just takes it, and like, she just uh, drives away. Bye. <laughs> I, that was probably more likely poor editing or something like that. Which, sorry about that, Alfred Hitchcock and your 
Sorry, so Mr. Hitchcock. Let me tell you how to do your business. Yeah, well, he's dead, Ooh, so go to that's his. That's probably why the cop was watching her. He was just waiting to give her ID back, <laughs> and then she got mega sketch, and he right? was like, no. Yeah, because she when she's at the dealership, she's like trying to get this new car, and she's like, oh, I don't care about anything. Uh, just give me a car. Like, to the point where she's, like, about to drive off, the guys are like, hey, here's your suitcase and Is all your shit. And the you're money about to just... was, was the money in the suitcase? I no, because she went to the bathroom to take out the money and be like, here's $700. Oh, okay. Which, oh, my God, $700 for a brand new fucking nice car. That seems really nice. Yeah, and she when... traded her car and $700. Yeah, that's, for the... that's right. I mean, so, still, still, I, I still had to like, But again, that, the equivalent of that now would be... I think it's like, like 3200 like, or something is what it had on there or something like yeah. that. Oh, my God. I think. I could be wrong about that number, but I thought I saw one of the sticker prices of the vehicles. And yeah. It was like 16 or, or 30 or something. Well, Marion's stupid, though, because uh, her – her <laughs> this Suspect is a, as hell. Yes. Yeah. In the last episode, we talked about, like, how the people are – it's basically an improv sketch. She said, oh, $40,000? What if I yes and and I, yeah. like, oh my run God. away? You know? Mm-hmm. Yes, and the cops here. Let me get a new car. She... Yes, and let me go to this motel. Yes, and I'm dead. Yep. <laughs> that is so spot on. And she really did yes, and them the whole time. <laughs> and Norman Bates kind of went along. He's a terrible improver though, because when he's getting questioned later, oh. he's like, "Oh, uh, uh, no one's been here for weeks." And he's like, "Really? Yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, this couple last week." It's like, oh. yeah, yeah. I thought like at the very beginning when the. P.I. like came in like I feel like Norman Bates like came on really strong at first as like he was doing a good job and I was like rooting for him and then he kind of just like declined I don't know I have problems I uh I also took note of that conversation are we there yet with Norman no we have like a few things I mean eventually after the the car dealership she does drive a whole five feet gets tired and pulls over at the bates motel this is when she does meet norman okay it was raining it was raining because i i mean i wrote it in my notes so god damn it it's raining it's raining raining. becca was fucked up when she wrote these notes initially drank an entire bottle of wine by myself it's my life mind you there was three other people in the room so drinking but it's not my wine um yeah so First impression of Norman Bates, I date him. <laughs> He's hot. I mean, think about it. The man yeah. owns his own business. He clearly loves his family. <laughs> A little he too much. Murdered <laughs> he He's murdered them. He murdered them. Yeah, murdering okay. people. I was pretty stoked about the taxidermy thing. <laughs> okay, cool so something on. I noticed. So when um, Marion like, settles in her room, she goes to have milk and sandwiches oh, with yeah. <gasps> we didn't bring this up this i wanted line. to throw back yes is it the say i wrote it down it's hot as fresh milk <laughs> yes, we died. the old man in the beginning who's hitting on marion with the, the money the he's like the money it's hotter than fresh milk i'm like Ew. i never thought that milk oh, wow. was warm coming out of a cow but like now that i think uh, about it that sounds disgusting body temperature <laughs> yeah. it, it just reminds me of like got milk campaigns where it's like oh, an athlete no. would sprint like a mile and then be like you know what sounds refreshing uh, a cold glass of no, milk. No, that sounds like death. Like, slim yeah. death. No, thank you. Americans were so obsessed with milk. It's really weird. Um, It does a body good, apparently. I forgot about like, yes. the milk mustache commercials. And looking yep. back on that, like that's kind of gross. It very much is. Only like Americans really like drink milk as adults. Like, uh, that's like a Western thing. I guess so. Now we drink almond milk 
and coconut milk I mean, and everything. Milk straight from the nut. I love it. Straight from oh. that nut. <laughs> straight from that nut. Oh, but one thing I noticed, and I said this to Becca, like, Marion Crane, Crane's a bird. And what does he, what does Norman Bates have? Oh, he has a bunch of taxidermed yes. birds. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, kind of a little bit of foreshadowing. Hitchcock just really liked birds. Birds came out beforehand that they no, were discussed. No, it was after. It was after? Yeah, it was 1963, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I knew we so Don't quote me on that. He was so stoked about the birds. He had to make another movie devoted to oh, birds. Oh, oh, oh. It's foreshadowing. So they're having a very uncomfortable conversation where Marion's like, you should put your mom in a home. And he's like, excuse me. Okay, I wrote that quote down because I really liked it. Put that bitch in a home is what I wrote. He got really upset and he said, um, like, she apologized because he got upset and she was like, oh, I mean well. And he was like, people always mean well. They cluck their tongues and shake their heads and suggest, oh, so very delicately. Ooh, I love that. That was pretty. That was pretty. <laughs> Come on, Maya Angelou. <laughs> <Over there. laughs> oh Cluck their God. tongues and speak so eloquently. <laughs> okay, so I have a quote that he said from that same conversation. Nice. When they're talking about, um, he's telling the story about his stepfather, right? He's telling her about his relationship with his mom. and. Whatever. Oh, yeah. And he says, a son is a poor substitute for a lover. And I was like, ew. Yeah, Ew. but he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. <laughs> that is a true fact. Yeah, that is a poor substitute, <laughs> indeed. That's a valid statement. Still, ew. I also wrote down Becca pauses movie. <laughs> <laughs> For what purpose, though? To order like what is the timestamp on? Like Grubhub, like ice cream and sweets. <laughs> we did. We went was that so bad after the bottle of wine or during? during? The oh God! I had at least one glass after the ice cream and. Oof. It was ice cream and sweet tart ropes and oh, M and M's. Oh, good the lord! We put yeah, we put the oh, Reese's yeah, inside of oh, the Reese's Snickers cup. ice cream. Oh yeah! Oh my god! It was glorious. <laughs> I did not finish it. It was not too fucking feel like so garbage. I like. did after like I was like I want more than two scoops, and after my second scoop, I was like I feel I disgusting. Want to die? Yeah. No, it, but it was. It was delicious, and I would do it again in RB right now. Uh, yeah, go for it. That's all you. Cannot. <laughs> Speaking of Becca being weird, I wrote down <laughs> Norman, you're weird. So I wrote down Norman is super cute. <laughs> we <laughs> love a murderer. Breakfast in the morning. She, he's like, oh, when do you get up? I'll get you breakfast. And she's like, um. And I'm like, bitch, you're crazy. Have you been in the dating scene lately? Like, <laughs> this man. Okay, I put dream guy equals I'm I'm pretty lonely. <laughs> oh my god! And I even said in my notes that Norman was very lonely too because he has no friends. He also like he's like talking to her and she's like contemplating like stealing everything too. Because on her ride there, she has all these thoughts in her head, like, oh, what, yeah. the, what questions they're going to ask, like, mm-hmm. the escalates. what is, basically, yeah. Yeah, she escalates in her mind, the worst case scenarios. It mm-hmm. starts off with, like, little things, and then it, like, she starts, like, imagining the worst case scenarios, and now she's put herself in that place, like, okay, yeah, literally the world is, uh, honestly, if she had just shown up on Monday and deposited the rest of the cash in the bank and said, I will give you a check. I will work off the 700. Everything would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought but she had already escalated in her mind. That, oh, I thought at some point, like at the end of her conversation when Norman almost, I feel like wasn't in that scene, she was like, I'm going to turn around and like go back to Phoenix. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, she okay. was kind of like. So she was going to change her, uh, you 
Yeah. And of course, the bad thing happens the following bad thing. that. The so. bad thing. First, before you get there, um, there there's the yes. scene before she um, goes back. He goes back into the thing, I guess, into the house, and like you hear mm-hmm. the mom for the first time. Yeah. Screaming. Which, it, totally a different voice actress, but. Right. To, yeah. To us, and the later on, we find out it's just really him, but it's it straight up him. sounds like a different. It it's Jennifer be. Coolidge, and he's yelling at himself. Right. <laughs> no, I don't want to meet that bitch. I, well, I put this bitch loud, and that's... <laughs> this bitch this loud. loud. And that wine was really, like, helping you out with the <laughs> notes yeah, for this. Before he goes, loud. that's when he, like, peeks on her. Like, in, like not even one minute of her being in her room, because he gives her the first cap in. He, like, goes to another room and just, like, spies on her through a peephole. Like, wasn't that peephole really big, too? Like, it I'm was trying huge. To, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, the size of, like, the opening of, like, a can. Right? Like, it was, like, you would visibly you see, would see an eyeball in the room <laughs> looking at you. But you know How what? How terrifying would that be? Oh, I'd my God. I'd poke that fucking eyeball. Oh, yes. That's a good idea. With my dick. <laughs> Somewhere in here. Okay, yeah, I have a note. Uh, note to self, never get the room next to the office. Yeah. Ooh, that's Well, what, are they going to spy on you from, like, the fucking 10th cabin? Right. <laughs> Underneath the floorboards? A, I mean, they have cameras now, but still. Oh, know, yeah, true. Oh, oh I've heard that with Airbnb. I didn't think about that. I'll you can't even notice them anymore. I'll be yeah. like, he wants me to loosen my corset. And then, like, <laughs> show my hole. I do try to make it a show. If you're, like, in a, you know. <laughs> you're just automatically, like. You're like, actually, I do want to be. This new space. If I'm going to be caught on camera, I'm going to be, you know, putting extra. Girls gone wild. <laughs> From the co-host of It's All Gone Terribly Wrong. <laughs> Becca, the girl with the glasses, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> the one with the glasses. The one with the glasses. And loves Paps Blue Ribbon. Now that gets us confusing. Confused. I think that would be me. The girl with the Paps Blue Ribbon is the one recording. Literally a Bud Light, not even a Paps. I do not know how to read. <laughs> now we are approaching the most iconic scene probably ever in cinema. Okay. It is Marianne. She is taking a shower. Uh, gotta wash off the pee-pee poo-poo. She also, <laughs> yeah. a very notable thing, which is insane to me, she's like writing down the numbers of like how much money she spent. She's like, oh, and then tears it up and throws it in the toilet oh, and yeah. flashes it, which that you think, that's nothing. Odd. But as she's taking a shower, you see a figure right behind the curtain, which <gasps> I'm pretty sure she should be able to see. It. It's a clear yeah. curtain. Um, but she's like washing her hair. Oh yeah. To be fair, we keep an eye out in the shower because of this movie. Oh yes. Yeah. A figure comes in, reveals the curtain. It looks like an old person, and she screams, and it's like the signature, like wee 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 wee, and it's just like knife kind of stabbing motions. You don't see any penetration, which is nice. I see boob though. Do you? I think you're supposed to see some boob or some bush. I'm not sure. I don't think well, you see bush. I think that was a thing. I think uh, not in like not a in a, a 60s no, movie. You no, you wouldn't see boobs. I feel like maybe like I think like pubic line. I think just showing even that much skin was, was enough for the 60s. They were yeah. like, whoa, bitch. People got upset when you would show ankles on the street. You know, <laughs> your cankles. Whores. Oh, but Becca, what's a fun yeah. fact? Or Jordan, you know this fun fact now. What was the what was something interesting about that flush? It was the first toilet flush scene shown in America. 100%. Do you remember what Nick 
from our Patreon, I mean our uh, Pentacon coverage, told us about the blood. The oh, yeah, it was chocolate syrup. Chocolate. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone knows that. And I then did you not started singing Chocolate that. Rain. No, that was another episode. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, that was on the last episode. We talk about blood a lot. <laughs> We talked about it in that episode. Because we were talking about the drinking. oxygenization of the blood and how it oh, yeah. turns oh. a chocolate color. Oh, shit. And That's another And also, it was just like super cheap to yeah. record. What did I had? I had a fact that I totally forgot, though. I think you told me last night. And I, I did. I totally forgot, though. That's going to bother It'll me. It'll come back to you. I feel it won't. Wasn't there? Mm-hmm. I want to say, I don't remember where I heard it, but there was some sort of like fact about like her screaming and like. Alfred Hitchcock, like, talking to her about it and, like, her, like, letting loose. I can't remember. Maybe I'll look it up. I don't know nothing about Mr. Cock. (laughs) Mr. Cock? Mr. Cock, man. I thought the uh, scene was more graphic, though. I definitely forgot about it not being Yeah. Well, It still made you cringe, though, because it was, like, the knife was so sharp, and it's, like, right next to her stomach, and Mm -hmm. I was just like, ugh. (laughs) There's a blurry nipple in the shower scene. (laughs) Slow down the shot or pause. You can see a blurry nipple and side side shot of a breast. How'd you? Ooh, side boob. Side boob. That's gonna make me come. Hey, that's all you needed back then. <laughs> really though. Oh, I remember it. So when I don't know if you know this, Jordan, but mm-hmm. when this film was in theaters, if you were late for the movie, they would not let you in because Marion, the star. We all thought that she was going to be the main star for the whole movie and to have her yeah. be killed off uh, so early. I that. that was just such a shock. So yeah. they yeah. wouldn't have people come in because of That's how shocking crazy. it was. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I liked that a lot. Though, because I feel like Thank even you. that's like <laughs> that's like a rarity me. these days too. I feel like you have like the main it's cast experience. and it's through the entire film. No, no, because no. there there was that GI Joe movie, the second one, <laughs> and Channing Tatum was on all of the like advertising, and oh. he died in like the first minute. Okay, oh, you're yeah. right. I feel like there's was a so lot of weird. films like that though. Yeah. They do it like or, as a teaser because they're yeah. like, oh, this person's mm-hmm. starring in it, and then they're like, yeah, and they're for five Even minutes. like uh, one of the like recent 007 movies, there was like this girl and Daniel Radcliffe. No, is that his name? Oh or my god, Harry Potter, uh, guy? Harry Potter. I love. No, that no, one. no. That's the Harry <laughs> it's Potter. Not Harry Potter. No, what's Daniel what's Radcliffe. the other one's Daniel name? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. He would, and this girl were like advertising, and she dies like in the first ten minutes. Oh. Like she was on all the posters, like everything. Holy shit! My phone is. Oh my god, that's fucking crazy. Oh my god, it's gonna have definitely a seizure. I was looking up psycho facts. There you go. Her phone was acting psycho because she was looking up psycho facts. Pee pee poo poo. Pee pee poo poo. An interesting thing about this movie, and I told Becca about this. So there is a shot by shot remake. Uh, this movie and one thing there's two oh, things that they shot by shot the remake I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah the remake is a shot by shot which is why people don't like it there's one scene that they added this is the Vince Vaughn one yeah the Vince Vaughn one it was a scene of him jerking off <gasps> looking through the peephole that's, oh really that's something they uh, added and also when the Marion character dies and she falls out of the bathtub her whole butthole is showing the whole the whole <laughs> butthole it now. is showing psycho butthole psycho butthole qu'est-ce que c'est <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna search that though. Cycle, I don't know how psycho spell, butthole. Psycho butthole. Run, 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 run away. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
you not what? know that song? Are you saying? Are you serious? Say it you again. don't know this song? Psycho killer. Guess just say. Better run, 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 And then it goes. And Hesh's butthole video. Yeah, I think you're gonna find a lot more than just psycho. Oh, I did find one thing, though, about <laughs> not buttholes. I forgot what I was even looking at. <laughs> you got mesmerized by the hole, the brown starfish. Uh, Janet Leigh said that she didn't like taking showers in real life after all, and or after filming, and not. opted for baths, and that she would make sure all the windows and doors in her house were locked if she did take a shower. Oh, stinky whatever. bitch. <laughs> she scared herself. Oh my god, I'm so scared. Oh, and then another thing about this movie. Oh, it's not the whole butthole, but it is. Oh my god! Hole. You see butthole? Is there a picture? Crack. Yeah, here it is. Sure, I. Show do. me this hole. Sure, I do. Okay, it's that, just the crevice. If you zoom in, you can probably see butthole. No, you don't got a good angle. You don't have a good enough angle for butthole. What is even happening? That's her blood. So when you do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my phone. Continuing that conversation. <laughs> I listened to the. Uh, it's it's really a crossover. Yeah. <laughs> You're only getting half of the story. Oh my god. So after the scene, it's just a whole very drawn out process of Norman cleaning up the body, and this was just so shocking for people that Alfred Hitchcock he wanted to give them time to process that the main star just died. Oh, is that why? Because it, it did. I was like, okay, it's a little slow for a while, yeah. but that makes sense. But what doesn't make sense in the remake is everyone knew that was coming, and they still had that really long, long. drawn out. So everyone well, was like, why point, did you keep like, this in? Yeah. Uh, it's a, that's an artistic decision because, like, at that point, it's like... Well, because they were doing it shot for yeah, shot, basically. Like, Except yeah. for the jerking because in the booty hole. Because if they hole. hadn't done <laughs> it... Why, of all the things to add, like... If they had taken it out, some asshole would be complaining because it wasn't... No, well, they complained yeah. that it was literally just, like... It, uh, it was just a grab for money, and it was, so... Uh, Norman cleans up the body <laughs> to his... Uh, it's my uh, podcast, so I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Norman cleans up the body, and he disposes of all her belongings, which... Unknowing to him, puts th- it's now thirty nine thousand uh, dollars in the trunk in a newspaper because she had it. She hid it in some newspaper in the trunk. Puts her body in there and then drives the car into some water. Yep. He really just like was like, I'm throwing this money away without really knowing it. And you think then he would have cared anyways though. Uh, well, they yeah. kind of Possibly. Like, went That's... back on that at the end and said it was like a crime of passion, and so he wouldn't necessarily care. No, he would have mi- murdered her no matter what. But yeah, mm-hmm. he would have wanted. I mean, I'm he sure just did it for if the you shits and giggles. Money, you keep the fucking money. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, that's <laughs> fair enough. He can buy a um, just... bigger hole. Isn't that, the, <laughs> yeah. isn't that the tragedy of this movie that he just missed the pot of gold? Yeah, that? I don't know. He's kind of just stupid in general because once <laughs> once you can't be smart and sexy. <laughs> you really can't. The Rock. <laughs> he seems oh, oh, I told you I want to I want to lick his bald head <laughs> and, and I want to smack him. Maybe smack my ass cheek on it too. So it's the next day and Lila. Marion's sister goes to Sam and is looking for Marion, which she's been gone for a week now and no Marian. one can find her. Marion. It was a week. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah, it was a whole ass week. <laughs> now you're both standing. Are you about to fight me? Shit. 
<laughs> fighting words. Real quick, the wrong gals. We're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we are going to talk more about Psycho, the wrong gals. Isn't that right, Jordan? Yes. <laughs> this is correct. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, uh, um, Mr. and Mrs. Conehead here. <laughs> Hey guys, if you're listening this far into the podcast, I need you to go to iTunes or anywhere that you can review your podcast. And I would love it if you left a rating and a review on this podcast. It would mean a lot, preferably five stars and a good rating. And just leave a comment there. A positive one. Don't call me an idiot or anything like that. That would be kind of mean. And if you hear that, that's Sunny in the background. She's here for this ad break. You're going to hear her on every episode that there's going to be an ad break now. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Oh, can I do one in Spanish? Sure. Bienvenido. Estás escuchando al podcast de Data Card. Stay on the line. Si estás escuchando, lo puedes encontrar en iTunes, Google Podcast y donde quieras que puedes escuchar el audio de Stay on the Line. Por favor, deja cinco estrellas si puedes de todo este comentario que vamos a hacer. Gracias por todo y tengan buena noche. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Gracias. Or how Americans say, Dana da. Thanks, Dana da. <laughs> All right, now, Jordan and Becca, would you like to welcome us back into the podcast? Welcome back. Greetings. To the spookiest of the spooky stay on the line podcasters. Previet. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> and what are we reviewing, y'all? Y'all. Psycho. Psycho. 1960, you know that, uh, 19... The real shit. 20... <laughs> Me when I take a poop. The real shit. Oh, wait. I, I can't get rid of a fucking poop this day. <laughs> talking about so much shit today. Literally. Literally. I've determined that, um, in the new podcast room, there is going to be a mini fridge. <laughs> Do you need my poop fridge? Yes, yes. <laughs> you, can will, have, you can have my poop fridge. I will take your poop fridge. Again, poop crossover. Poop fridge. <laughs> oh my God, that has to be a segment. <laughs> what are we taking from the poop fridge? <laughs> 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 are y'all ready to continue? <laughs> okay. We're ready to go. Lila and Sam are talking very loudly about the situation and she knows about the affair going on and coincidentally a private investigator comes in uh milton uh what's his name alabas Al- oh man what is it all the time and arbogast arbogast he's like oh milton arbogast here yeah. um whales vomit what vomit Ar- arbogast arbogast that's what whales vomit yeah it's very expensive if you it is it. they put it in some fragrances yeah. Gross. Yeah, if you find whale vomit, like, sell that shit. It's worth <laughs> a lot. If I happen to run across a whale <laughs> If you're walking down the street and you see whale vomit, <laughs> please call 911. Right? <laughs> Don't call 911 in this movie because the people are completely useless. But Actually, <laughs> yes. I, w- I have a note in here that, like, you know, in, one, in most of the episodes that you've done so far, the police are pretty lackluster and, you know, actively ignorant. But in this one, I was, I have a note in there that the... I said, look here, pretty damn good P.I. is what I wrote. <laughs> uh, well, he gets murdered, so I wouldn't say he's that good. 
That's true. Ah, uh, yes. If you work in the uh, special forces and you get murdered, you're bad at your job. But he was <laughs> he was doing his good, you know. But like I mean, he cared, but he wasn't a cop. He wasn't yeah, cared for that man. He was a psycho. Like anyone can be a PI, really. Yeah, I mean, some people are private investigators, and they sure. just be like, whatever, you know. But like Jessica Jones. Oh god. She's part of the uh, Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Oh, she's a PI? Yeah. I she, you're the P guy? <laughs> you're the P guy? He assures that they're looking for Marion and he tracks down the Bates Motel and he questions Norman, yep. which Norman is terrible with giving responses, just absolutely garbage. Honestly, at that the beginning he did good. Maybe. Yeah, you just maybe you were rooting for him, right? I was rooting for him. I feel like at the very beginning, he did a good job, and then he kind of trailed off. Yeah, yeah because he was like, "I these people last week, and he was like, what do you mean these people he, last week? You yeah. said no one's been in here for a while. Let me see that you're... He got, like, overly confident. So that scene and that those, those lines and the way he acted it out was fucking brilliant because they went into some deep psychological um, manifestations and stuff like that, like... When Norman starts being challenged on his answers by Aber- Abernathy, <laughs> Milton, Abergeist. you just Abergeist. say Milton. He gets nervous and he puts something in his mouth mm-hmm. and he starts chewing on it, oh, which is a classic yeah. uh, thing that liars do because they don't they want to prevent themselves from saying something they mm-hmm. don't mean to say. Also, his eyes were darting a lot. That's really and good. He started, acting. yep, and he was stuttering, and mm-hmm. that was perfection in my opinion that was a great scene that's one of the the scenes that makes it truly a classic and excellent writing and excellent portrayal by him milton's like i want to talk to your mom and he's like nope we're not gonna do that fuck you get out of here bye so then milton leaves and he calls lila and he's like hey i've like i know where she was last Mm -hmm. um but i think i'm gonna go back because something's a little suspicious Mm -hmm. suspicious because he said that he got enough his mom got in a fight with, or, like, his mom didn't like yeah. Marion. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's well, pretty suspicious. I think, I think all he knew is that they spoke at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knew that there was a confrontation or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he just said, the mom spoke to her, and now I want to talk to her and, and see what was said. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know the content of that inter- that conversation. And then this is when we find out he's like, oh, I'll see you in an hour, and if I'm not there in an hour... Yeah. You know, whatever. Which I was like, um, it's only dude. been an hour and it's been two days of yeah. like <laughs> Marion traveling. Right. Like, yeah. imagine really like going to like Crestview <laughs> and it's like taking two fucking days to get there. Driving music. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally the music that Montage. was. Montage. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like putting your hand on you. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> so the investigator. <laughs> <laughs> the investigator goes back to the hotel. Sorry, the motel. Not let me. <laughs> let's get it right. Let's get it. Let's Not be real. Yeah. <laughs> he goes back to the motel and he sees the house because Norman's house is like right next to the hotel. It's this creepy kind of motel. Miss, like yeah, it, it's a really nice fucking house too. Giant creepy uh, Victorian house in the middle of the fucking desert mm-hmm. with a. With a strip motel right in front of it. Like, yeah. It's the oddest fucking thing, but yeah, I'd, I'd still stop. 
I'd stop in for a stay. Yeah, and then you would have died. Because <laughs> he was like, girl. Like, mm, never mind, not not worth my time. Apparently in Oregon, they actually recreated that hotel. Like, oh, wow. Well, really what a lovely inaccurate. stay. Inauthentic. <laughs> yeah, it has to be in Phoenix. No, the hotel, be. wait. You know, the, the small town. The hotel is in Fairvale. Which is a made-up town in California. Okay. How lovely. So it really could just be anywhere, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So you're a liar. What, what? you do is lie. <laughs> the, when the investigator goes up to the house, instead of knocking, he just breaks and enters into the place. And we get probably the gnarliest scene. So he gets up to the top of the oh, stairs. and we get a scene. We get an aerial shot of the mom, or his mom, quote-unquote, comes out. It's a really nice shot from the angle, like, yeah. top of, like, running out. Yeah. And she stabs at him, and it's just, like, him, like, falling backwards. It's but, the like, best Whoa! scene ever. It's like... <laughs> we gotta... I wish... It was so much. <laughs> I, you guys, just pause right now. Even if this is a spoiler for you, go... Just watch Google, that one. Google the, at that scene. Because just, it's I don't even insane. know what to type it or type it in. Uh, Milton falling Milton down falling the stairs. Down the stairs because it's like he's like Psycho, floating backwards, but just like flailing his arms back. It's the best. And then he dies. So R.I.P. Milton. And then he dies. <laughs> I think he. I think he gets added to the swamp pile. Literally, the, I have oh, body yeah, count. Swamp's got to do yeah. a a go to. Body yeah. count two. Especially well, the way the body he counts can... actually four. But oh, we, well, we don't know that. Yeah, yet. yeah. We don't know that till the end. Spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Sorry. The whole thing is um, a spoiler. Three, three <laughs> spoilers. Third <laughs> times three. You don't have to watch Triple it. Triple dog. To the third. Lila is a little concerned because she was like, the investigator said he'd be back. He's not back. So they make their way to, like, the sheriff in that area. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, the sheriff will help us. And they're, like, in Who his house. Who couldn't give less of a shit. Yeah, he could not give a fuck. He's like, oh, that's Norman. That's him. They're like, well, she, they said that the mom yeah. had, like, they had a talk, and then they're like, yeah, whatever, it's Norman. And they're like, well, Mrs. Bates has been dead for, like, Right, they said yeah. it, like, three or four times about the mom, like, being involved. And the sheriff and his wife just sat there and, like, they looked at each other, like, that's weird. But they offered no information No up fucks given. Like, <laughs> wonder why they keep mentioning the mom that's been dead for ten years. Maybe we, maybe that's relevant. Yeah, I wrote down, they talked to sheriff, he's useless. <laughs> I wrote down scenes too dark for my what? blind ass. There were Didn't they wake them too- up? Wasn't he yeah. like in his pajamas? Yeah, and stuff? they looked like really like. So it was kind of another like they, because they discussed leaving in daylight, and then apparently it took them so long to get there. It was like the middle of the yeah. night. Yeah, <laughs> they were crawling there apparently How an hour away. How fast can cars go in the sixties? Two miles per hour, <laughs> apparently. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> she, she's like, I can't fucking drive anymore. I'm getting a little woozy. <laughs> the next day at church. Um, oh, yeah. That was weird that they went to those people's church. Even yeah. It was fucking weird. assholes and weren't helpful at all. But yeah. I'll, yeah, I guess we'll go to church with you. That whole scene was weird. Because yeah. then she, she invited them over to do the police dinner. report. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> over can. dinner. Let's make over it less, road. like, awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because he's like, well, I already, t- I already talked to them. I, I already went to the the, the Bates Hotel, and everything's fine. Norman's great. Right? I literally said that to you. I was like, okay, she just invited her over to file a missing persons <laughs> report of her sister over like Sunday brunch. Yeah. <laughs> so at drag brunch, does. just like <laughs> after you're tipping someone, she's dead, right? <laughs> right on your head. You're killing it. Also, your sister's dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
finger wave. <laughs> Sam and Lila are like, well, this is fucking useless. So they just go to the Bates Motel themselves. Yep. And they play it off like yeah. pretty well. They're not there like being like, I'm looking for my sister. Right. They're like, uh, this is a business trip and we just need a place to stay. We're a couple, blah, blah, blah. This is great. They were acting sketch, but they were acting like a fair and like um, sexual interest uh, sketch. So they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you don't even really know both of those characters that well. So I was yeah. actually like kind of rooting for them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. They are the every person, the every I think that's a character description. The one that like sees things from the normal people's perspective, mm. the everyday person. You calling them basic? Who does <laughs> uh, Yeah. Who lives? Well, they live outside the crazy world that mm. is built into the movie. So, they're the ones that are like, yeah, fucking, don't you see that shit? Yeah, yeah they're the only like reasonable. Yeah, the ones um, to root for. Mm-hmm. They get to their room. The sister took the key and she went ahead. Yeah, that's what I was just about okay. to say. Because they, they're like talking. And she's like, oh, I'll head out. And she's about to go to the first room. But then Caesar coming and she's like, oh, okay, go into cabin number 10. She was mm-hmm. just testing the door to see if it was unlocked. And she was like, oh, it is unlocked. So oh, okay. Oh, is that what was going on? Yeah, I thought she was trying to like sneak in. I thought she was too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was just testing to see if the door was, if, if it was unlocked. Mm-hmm. And it was. Oh. So, so they could go back later. Yeah, they they get to their room and they're like planning out what to do and they're gonna go to the first room because they found out like the investigator told her on the phone like yeah she was staying in the cabin one mm-hmm. and when Norman is just in his house like fucking around they go into the cabin and this is when we get like the most like how the fuck does this they find a number seven like on their this floor scrap <laughs> yeah of paper. yeah like, no it's like literally it's like scrap of paper. Tiny slip of paper subtracted from forty with numbers subtracted from forty thousand. Like yeah. on this tiny ass little, you you can't even see it in her hand. It's almost like she picked up an invisible piece of paper and it's like this thing I saw and used know, like, calculations. Beck and I we played Clue that day and it was my first time oh, playing. God. I know that right. I felt like I was fucking smart, but I could not be like, oh, no way. this little origami that's right next to this right? fecal matter. What's this piece of toilet paper that's been <laughs> oddly placed? Yeah. Inaccurate, but whatever. We'll give it to them, right? Because it's still a good movie. So they find that tiny slip of paper in the thing, and mm-hmm. then they decide to go up to the house, don't they? Yeah, well, they mm-hmm. need a distraction. So right. what, what happens next, Jordan? Um, dude distracts Norman and so that um, sister can go up to the house. Yep. Well, do you remember what they, their initial, like, what they think is the reason why he killed her? Like, the possibly? Money. Can I also say, do we just, no, the scene prior to that when Norman is, like, taking his mom to the cellar. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. it wasn't that what it was? Mm-hmm. And he's, like, talking to himself. Yeah, yeah but, but the scene yeah. is, like, him, it's and it looks like, above. it's, like, above him going down the stairs, like, carrying this old woman, and yeah, she's, it's like... the fruit cellar, right? Yeah, the fruit cellar, yeah, and she's, like, complaining about having to go down there. Oh, because they were, like, the investigator was, like, I, we saw a woman in the window, and Sam also saw a woman in the window. Yeah. And when they told the sheriff that, they are like, well, this bitch is dead, so what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I kind of like that, and I, I do, like... <laughs> How, like, Lila and Sam are like, yeah, he totally did it for the money. And yeah. this is the reason why. Now, where would they put the body? And it's right. just really, like, way off. It's just like, yeah. no, Norman is a no, sick crazy. bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't even know about the money. So, yeah, Sam is, like, distracting Norman. And it's like, the, the conversation seems casual at first. While Lila goes to the house to mm-hmm. investigate, she sees, like the really deep indent into the bed, which is what my bed literally looks like because I'm <laughs> always in bed because I'm a fucking loser. 
and I'm right there with you. <laughs> I think that's just a normal. Well, you thing. have to flip your bed. Uh, yeah, do I do. You flip so. your oh, bed. That's right. But my mattress. <laughs> <I forgot laughs> about that. My mattress is firm on one side and soft on the other on the other side, so I can't. I can only like adjust it so much. I can only like. Uh, Turns. Bitch, at this point, I'm literally slipping out of my bed from. Solution solved. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about we just levitate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, no, that dialogue between Sam and Norman, I put down, like, and it was really crazy intense, you know? Like, he was getting really, like, flustered and under the under mm-hmm. the skin. So I thought that was really an intense moment because you were having the tense dialogue between the two and the tense sneaking about of. Mm-hmm. Lila, and she goes through the um the mom's room, and it looks like you know like Mrs. Haversham's from Great Expectations, where it's just like old and pers- like preserved, but mm. like also you know doesn't look like it's been touched in decades or whatever. Yeah, or at least a decade. Well, and this room has literally everything. It's got a yeah. sink, a chimney, a vanity. <laughs> In a big ass bed. As if like, yeah, that's true. I was gonna say as if the house isn't big enough to have multiple like spaces, <laughs> yeah. but I guess a lot of Victorian homes did have like everything kind of in each room. Pee poo poo in the same room. Yeah, but also why not? When was well, that's it? a bathroom too. True. You don't poop in one room and pee in the other. Why not? Um, that's what sinks are for, right? Ew. <laughs> Y'all are stinky bitches. What about bidets and that are next to the toilet? I mean, what is a bidet actually for? To clean, to clean your, butthole. your butthole. <laughs> oh well, I have toilet paper that can do that for uh, me. It doesn't get as nice and fresh as a. It's like a pseudo douche. Good day, pseudo douche. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, pseudo douche. Here on Australian News Network, pseudo douche. I'm about to pseudo douche once Norman Bates starts running for me. Oh I can't God. tell if he wants to fuck me or kill me. <laughs> None of my pussy. Shit gets real. Jordan, what happens in the room? And the cellar? No, no, the other room when they're like escalating Sam because because Sam's like. You you took forty thousand dollars and you and you hid the body. I feel like I like went pee during this part. Norman knocks that bitch out. Yeah, it thing. looks like a piece of owl or something. A because piece he's of like, owl? I don't know. He, because he's owl. like, wait, like, what is a bird? He's, he's like, where's the out. other girl? And then he just like grabs something and then knocks the fuck out of Sam and just sprints to the house because she's about to leave the house and you just see him like coming up the stairs. Yeah. I would literally okay. poop my pants if yeah. I were her. Be like, Eat. oh yes. But then as he's then, coming in. She Sam does runs the dumbest him. shit and runs straight to the cellar, and it's like, no, you never run to the cellar. Don't, don't. But she was looking. She, she was saw looking. him. Well, coming. she didn't She's see. Like, oh, Sam fuck. wasn't running right behind him. He came like a little bit. Okay. After. Because uh, Norman had enough time to get in drag, which I love about this movie. <laughs> Norman true. has enough time to get in drag and then de drag. Get into that. character. Yeah. And then get out. Pull out there. the wig. I the gray wigs, which you'll see on our pages. I have a Ah, uh, yes, good one. In reference, once you do up. the wig, it will uh, hang up. I think up. that's a quote from you, though, I wrote down. Once you that's hang up the wig. That's why he was like, that's a good one. <laughs> that's why it's so good. Yeah, that's why it was amazing. So. Uh, I think that's in reference to the fact that he's so able to get, to, like, separate between being the Norman persona and the mom persona, you mm-hmm. know, like, 
and which we still don't once you're at a cocktail well we didn't even really realize until that scene yeah oh yeah because if you were watching this for the first time you probably do think there's another woman there that's murdering yeah but the gag is when Ms. Thing is in the cellar, she sees a body, and she goes to touch it. And it's, yeah, it's Norma's mom, but and she's she very dead. she freaks out and hits the loose light bulb. This is an important scene. Lila, by the way, not the dead mom. Yeah. <laughs> she freaks out because it's a dead body and accidentally hits the free-floating bulb that's lighting the area. And it's, like, swinging, and it makes that creepy, swinging, shadowy effect. Of course. Mm-hmm. And then... Norman comes in again. But then... But dressed in drag with a knife. That whole scene fucking cracked me up. It was like a... I feel like it was kind of another, like, slow-mo, like when um, the P.I. fell down the stairs. It It was was kind of like... (laughs) And he's, like, smiling with, like, the knife. Yeah, he's, like, silent... (laughs) He's, like, silently screaming, too. Yeah, yeah. It's really kind of weird. It makes me uncomfortable. I loved it. I I I wrote excellent. (laughs) See Excellent. now when when uh, when Marion died, I just wrote down iconic in all caps. Yeah, iconic. You kill Definitely. that bitch. Definitely. Uh, uh, but they they prevail. They did it. They Sam did it. Did it. Lila and Sam. Their one's lover is dead and one's sister is dead. It's not. It could be both in you know Alabama. What? I said some <laughs> shit about Sam back in the back in the beginning of this recording. I take it back. Sam was a stand up guy. I mean, he was cheating he on was his cheating wife. He was cheating on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> he was committing adultery and literally was going to leave her ass and, like, send her a, send, basically te- send her a text message like, LOL, oops. <laughs> Here's uh, $5 in Venmo. All right, I changed my stance. That's a lot of stamps back then. Sam had some, some follow-through, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he didn't have to help Lila. He didn't. He didn't. Which he I think did. is kind of so cool. I think he had a backup plan, though, because he knew that if, like, Marianne, if something happened to her, that he needed, like, a backup mm-hmm. bitch and a sister. He's like Norman. He's just trying to make sure that they find her so that he's not then accused. Yes. He's like, oh, I see this falling on me next, so let's find this bitch. There mm-hmm. you go. But then we get to the police station, and they're having this whole debate on, like, why would he do it? And they're like, is it because he's trans? And the the psychologist is like, no, That's like, a is. trans person would just be, like, living their life. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> pretending to be their own mother and killing people. It's a little yeah. different. But the... The story was that they thought that Norman's mom killed her lover and then killed herself, but really it was Norman. it was Norman who killed his mom and the lover because right. when they interview Norman, they don't get any answers, but when they interview Miss Bates, yes. quote unquote, yeah. they tell him everything and basically he killed another two people, Girls, which is yeah. the, the the four count that we were talking about. And yeah, he just has this whole developed persona that he is his mom because he was just so traumatized. Yep. Because that was his whole life, and then his mom was had a had a lover and was like, "I'm gonna move on with this lover," and he just could not take it. And a that son was is a poor his... substitute for a lover. <laughs> is that what you're about no. to say, Jordan? No, <laughs> that was like his motive for the murders, right? Because. He, anytime he, like, was attracted to a woman, then his mom came out and basically did the same thing mm-hmm. that he did to yeah. her lover. Yep. And so, at that point, the mother persona completely took over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's like, oh, I'm going to go give uh, Norman a blanket, and then you just hear, like, thank you. Right. From the other room. 
I wouldn't even hurt a fly. Yes. They're watching <laughs> okay. me. I wouldn't, I'm not going to swipe that fly away. You know what? I have a note on that. I can't imagine how long it took them to film that fly scene. You know, like just waiting for the, perp, the fly they to fucking like land they on the They probably put like ship. sugar water or uh, something. Maybe. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, and then the transition, when it transitions from his face to mm. something else. Like the skull. Oh, yeah, you see a skull on the yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, and then you see the crazy. hotel, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the movie. What a, what a, a well-aged wow. movie for the most part. It was oh, agreed. Great. Absolutely. You know what? Like, uh, several people text me throughout our, film, like, when we were watching it, saying, you know, like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? And I'm, like, watching so Psych. I was very popular yeah, yesterday. Not usually. Oh, it's either man. Feast or Famine, but... Um, so yesterday, yeah, like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm watching Psycho. Every fucking buddy was like, oh, that's a great movie. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not the Vince Vaughn one. I kind of, I've never seen the Vince Vaughn one. It was the first one I actually saw. I did see it, but I just don't remember it. But I'm glad we chose the the 1961. Yeah. I liked it a lot. And I thought it had a lot of, um, hidden elements, like that, the scene where he's responding, uh, Norman's responding, and he's getting nervous, and he's displaying all this textbook uh, anxiety and, and liar and whatever. Yeah, just the, the ticks mm-hmm. of everything. Yeah, just that was, that was great. Um, yeah, the subtleties. I love the subtleties about it, and that's but that's what uh, Alfred Hitchcock was known for. Yeah. So. Jordan, what did you think? Let's do the birds next. I'm down. No, thank you. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> Wow. I don't like words. I'm not going to have well. you back on the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I just really like the aesthetics, too. Mm. Like, I haven't seen, like, a watched a black and white movie in a while, and I just, like, forget, like, basically, like, the 20s through the 60s, just, like, how fucking gorgeous mm-hmm. everything is, and, like, the outfits, and just, like, everything. So that made me really happy. Well, and they intentionally shot this in black and white because color TV and stuff was available. Right. But they were just like, well, artistic reasons. It's nice, but it's also, also just cheap. Is it? Co- but in the blood scene, like I've heard before, like if it's like a certain level of gore, like you have to show it in black and white, or like there was a mm. that used to be a thing. I could be totally. I'm not wrong. sure because birds, bur- burbs, burbs Bur- was burb. in. Reminds me. I was thinking that they should have used more chocolate syrup. I felt like it was <laughs> too light. I thought there should have been a lot more. That looked like brown juice. Blood. Brown juice. So that's when the water isn't running clean. You got brown <laughs> juice. Right. Or when you when you getting fucked and a little bit like Oops. you didn't clean out all no. the way. That's brown juice. Oopsie. Do you like the poo poo on this episode too? <laughs> Listen to the other episode. See if you can hear my poop story. There was a lot probably cut out because <laughs> you're it, staring uh, at me it, so hard it, right now. It's like every other word. I brought a nice story onto the podcast. You did bring a nice story on. <laughs> It will be there. <laughs> I thought it was quite on brand for us, so. For the poops. For our poops cast. Bring it for the poop. Let's say you guys are going on a vacation and you drive 30 minutes and you're like, man, I'm tired. I need to pull over to a hotel. That's enough driving. Nuka! I Nuka. apologize again for my dog. Sit your ass down. Um, so he sounded <laughs> from, um. Silence of the Lambs. He sounded like Buffalo oh. Bill. Yeah, oh, did. I kind of did. Flattery <laughs> Starlings. No, that's the other one. Yeah, I know, but... Okay, because um, you're just doing all my... So. Would you fuck me? I'd now fuck. do Jodie Would Foster. you fuck me? I. <laughs> Jodie Foster, she like kind of like talks weird like this. She but does. It, that's actually you know, really good. <laughs> he's not really a killer, okay? Like, she just has that weird... You like, also sound a little bit like uh, George W. Tell me something. <laughs> 
Well, uh, I dodged the shoe, okay? <laughs> and I dodged the second one, too. So let's say you guys are, you're going to PodCon. Pod you're going to a podcast uh, conference. And you drive <laughs> five feet. And you're like, oh, God, so a little woozy here. And you're both tired, and you need to stop over at a hotel. Do you think you would have survived this situation? Yes. Hands down, I would have survived. I would survive. Would you care to elaborate? Because I'm not going to pick the room, get the room that's right next to the office <laughs> with okay. the people. And I'm going to not talk to the man. And not take a shower? Even though I'm lonely. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think you both were like, he's sexy. I think one of you would get murdered. No, I definitely would have gotten murdered. Uh, no, you know what? I probably would have come on too strong like I always do. And <laughs> he would have been, like, been like, I'm done. No. Oh, my mom's fine with you. <laughs> we're okay. Actually, I'm okay. <laughs> Jordan, how about you? Do you think you would have survived? Yeah, I've survived um, people attempting to stab me before, so I think fun. that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving with the family. Pass the pie. I think, I mean, we know my experience with talking to strangers, and I think I'd keep it very minimal. Just have your, uh... And I would lock literally every door. Yeah. And, but he has the key, yeah, so I, I don't say, think it matters. Yeah, I the door doesn't. Yeah. Uh, oh, I would have died. But I wouldn't travel alone. I never would travel alone, oh, yeah, willingly. Really? Uh, I just travel alone all the time. Really? Yeah. Well, what? Well, okay, but you're traveling alone. But would you go to an empty, yeah. like motel alone? I've I slept at like rest stops in my car. I mean, I'm not gonna say I have not done that one time. So you pulled a Marion. Yeah, I guess so. She was just in the back seat, like, who's fucking knocking on my? But she was just on, on the side of the road. At least I was at like a rest stop. <laughs> Long was she driving for? <laughs> it was an hour away. The speed limit is seven <laughs> miles an hour. Literally fucking was. Oh my god. I think I might have died if I was by myself. Cause again, I'd have been like, Norman, you're kind of cute, and yeah. I'm not a lady, so your mom shouldn't be mad about right. it. Oh, there you go. I'll be loophole. Your... Well, then you probably oh, wouldn't have died. Like you probably no, would have been fine. It's called loophole. <laughs> and you know what? The actor was gay, so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, God rest his soul. Yes. R.I.P. Becca and Jordan, where can we find you? Uh, IAGTW.com is our website. And Which is, it's all gone terribly wrong. Oh, yeah. But abbreviated. But abbreviated. Yeah. In case you didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that we have the rest of the title. <laughs> yes, it's all gone terribly wrong. Podcast. What are your and, socials? Yeah. I was deferring to Jordan for that because I'm not. Oh, I don't know. Um, in it. You don't know your <laughs> search. It's all gone terribly wrong. Literally, just look up on on Facebook. It is I a g t w at at sign for Facebook. But if you type in it's all gone terribly wrong, it's there. And then for um Instagram, Instagram, it's it's all gone terribly wrong. Okay, we're yes. We're, yeah, if you if you go to IAGTW.com or just type in It's All Gone Terribly Wrong podcast, you'll find us. You'll find us up and about and around. And, and on listening platforms, YouTube, everywhere. Uh, we're iTunes, on all of them. And Spotify. You're on, on iTunes, Spotify, um, most other things as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Google, Google Podcasts. Whatever, and 
Stitcher and yeah. Yeah. all the things. And we'll be having some YouTube materials. We have some YouTube material out there for you. Um, and you'll have time, plenty of time now to catch up with our video content there before we start releasing in August. Yep. September. August. <laughs> August, September. I like that. <laughs> August, September. Yeah, that's when my birthday many. is, August, September. Same. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Becca's birthday is in August, too. Yes. There's so many people I, I have to share my birthday with, and I'm upset about it. Well, mine's like 20 days Fuck you. after yours, so. <laughs> I get the whole month. All right, and I'm Tara Card. That's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D. You can find me on most pod, or on most platforms under that name. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Stay on the Line TC and on Instagram at Stay on the Line Podcast. And if you do love what you're hearing, please leave a review and a rating on your podcasting platform because it really helps out a lot. And other people see that and they're like, hey, I think I want to check out that podcast too. And you also can leave me viewer messages on anchor.com if you go to anchor.com you can send me your audio message and i can possibly play it for a episode for a fee Ooh, i like mm-hmm. that i uh i forgot that they did that yeah i'm actually just introducing that now oh. into my podcast oh, nice. so wow. if you guys have anything to say let me know and i think that's basically it it is pride month we're gonna continue on with listing queer movies, because technically, like, Psycho is, like, a queer movie, a queer horror-ish movie for many people, because the lead is a queer person, or was a queer person, and there's honestly not that many queer horror, especially that are painted, like, in a good beat. So we did Nightmare on Elm Street 2, we did The Perfection, starring two lesbians, Logan Browning, and Allison Williams, who was from Get Out. Get Out? She was the, the girlfriend. Hmm. Very good acting, and then we're doing this episode, and then I have to think about the other ones. <laughs> Silence <laughs> of the Lambs. Yeah. Oh, Silence of the Lambs. And he's is not an necessarily option. in a good light, though. But yeah. Well, I guess Norman Bates is. What one um one of my guests said like any representation in that time is kind of like good representation. That's a very good point. Yeah. But at the same time, it is kind of like really <laughs> transphobic. So, yeah. but I mean, but at even least it's like even um. Of- bringing light who's the guy that says clarice what's his name hannibal hannibal oh yeah basically i'm gonna say joni joni <laughs> joni crawford Joni Crawford. <laughs> what's her name in the movie clarice oh yeah i literally joni. just said it she specifically says that trans people also don't act hostile but you know it's still a weird underlying thing going on yeah about that movie but we'll talk more about that later but until next time Becca and Jordan. Jordan, since you no, listen to the podcast, I feel like I keep how do we called out? How do how do we close out the podcast? Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Well, okay, that that is partially correct. Here we go. Until next time, make sure you stay on the line. Bye. Bye. Bye.